This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. That's a little music art day I play on my other shows. Uh, courtesy of the uh, great Jimmy Hart. How about that? So, sounds a lot like the uh, great uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, absolutely. A ripoff of the great Black Sabbath. Hello, everybody. I was very concerned Road Warrior Hawk may be coming off the top, knocking yes. my head off. Yes. Welcome to the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. This is the great R.D. Reynolds. R.D., I got to tell you something. I know you don't like to talk about this stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, I love it whenever we start the show with, I know you don't want to talk about this. RD, listen to what, what I did last night. Okay. You know, I do a lot of work for Sports Kita. Yes. And one of the guys I work with was going away on vacation. Okay. So we had to get a bunch of stuff in the can so we could put it out while he's on vacation. Okay. So for the first time in almost three years, I was required to watch Dynamite. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. It was not one of the better shows. And review the show. Okay. Um, bro, listen. I gave it some thumbs up. I gave it some thumbs down. Uh, I'll, well, I'll give you every my, week. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you my basic. And I think you'll agree with both of them. I'll give you okay. my basic thumbs up first, and then my thumbs down. Okay. I I I, I love the fact that. They actually leave the arena, like when they're doing MJF and um, went out on the boat. When when they're doing all that stuff, even when they did the little thing with Callus and that little dojo, because yes. the WWE, the, I mean, they completely stopped doing that. Yes, everything is in that building, and I am a, a big believer in, bro. You need to keep giving them different looks throughout the show. There's a whole world outside There's of the arena. There's a whole world outside. So I gave them a big, big, big thumbs up because, bro, that is, you know, that's time, that's effort, that's extra work. You got to get the talent involved. Oh. You gotta, yeah, you got to pay them a little bit more. Yeah, yeah all that. So you got to you gotta throw my, my old arch nemesis, Paul White, into a floaty out into yes. the water. Big thumbs up. Here's my big thumbs down, and I think you will 1,000% agree with this. Okay. And I would say this if this were any show, bro, any show. Okay. Bro, there's way too many people on the show. Oh, I yeah, I, you get no more argument out of me. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like, bro, I was reading in an interview with Tony, and he was, bro, bro, he he tries so hard to get over with the with, with that fan base, mm-hmm. and and he's talking about like he's kind of taking a little dig at the WWE for letting like thirty wrestlers go, whatever it is, right? And he's making the comment like, I would never do that. We're a family environment. Even if I was in financial straits, I would never let talent go. Mm-hmm. And, bro, that's a bad thing for two reasons. For number one, you're basically telling your talent, there's nothing you could do to make me fire you. <laughs> that's number one. Mm-hmm. But number two, bro, it's like, bro, you don't want to cut people. You don't want to release people. But you're hurting your show because you're you're forcing all these people on your show and it's too much. Yeah, and you also you also want to uh cycle. Uh yeah. you also you also you, yeah. al- you also want to 
you know, you want to one of the the big things in the you know in the nineties is you would you would get people that could go reinvent themselves. Yes, different company, different yeah. opportunities. That was that way in the territories as well. Of course, I mean, I'm showing my old gray beard <laughs> here, but you know, you would have people that would be in a territory. They would you know make their run. Then they would go someplace else. They could reinvent themselves. And then when they came back, they were an even bigger star. So yeah. it it's kind of the same thing. I understand, you know, there, there's arguments on both sides. It's my favorite album, three sides to every story, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's always best to kind of cycle, you know, yeah. get, get some people out. I think those are fair assessments, though, right? They're that's, fair. That's fine. Bro, I got to tell you something else. Yes. Honestly, man, it better be something important because this show that we're going to be talking about, this is going to be important, bro. I cannot find extreme albums anywhere, anywhere, bro. I get, listen, man, I, I guess if people are fans of extreme, they're really fans of extreme because nobody's selling their old vinyl, bro. Go pick up six. It's a new album, so that's the gorilla one. The gorilla yeah. one, yeah. But I want I want to hear the classic ones that you told me about. It's fine. Six is also awesome. Okay, yeah, that I'm one's actually easy staring to get. at it on signed on my wall. Right yeah, that's there. easy. That's easy to get. The gorilla one is easy to get, but yes. that old stuff, forget about it, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, RD, let's talk about it, man. I know you're chomping it a bit. Surfs up, Joker's under. Tell me about it, RD. Oh my gosh. Original air date Thursday, November 16th, 1967. We're going to cut right to the. We're going to co- cut right to it. Your fun fact for the day Lisa Bonet was born on this day. It doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter who was born on this day. What matters is this episode of Batman 66. And everyone says season three. It's the worst season. And in a lot of ways, I don't argue that. And trust me, next week, I will not be arguing that. But this episode, this episode was so amazing. And look, see, I even have the shirt commemorating awesome, it. Awesome. And Bro, I, a, fantastic a li- episode. A little weird, though, that you bring up a fun fact at the beginning. A little weird that they would do this surfer show on November 16th. Well, I'm just sure it was taped in California. I know, but there. they could have, they could have, you know, they could have made it more of a summertime episode, I would think. Okay. We're going to get to this. I'm, I'll get to, I'll get to my argument of that. Okay. Go ahead. The narrator away. tells us surfs up at Gotham Point. All the local surfers are shaping up for these forthcoming world surfing championships. Here's Skip Parker local surfing idol and the hottest wave jockey around riding out the soup to join his current beach bunny, Barbara Gordon. Now, last episode, you made a point that I did not notice Barbara's outfit. Yeah. Dude, I don't care if it's November. I don't care if it's May. I don't care if it's February, this outfit that she was wearing. How are how on earth are you complaining in any? Yeah, way? a lot of very uh, nice, uh, uh, nice. Uh, I don't want, I don't know how to put this, but well, yeah, I'm just gonna put it. very I nice, t- very nice cleavage. I told Mrs. Deal, 
please yeah. don't get jealous whenever I'm talking yeah. about this. This woman's old and deceased. Yeah. Whatever. Very uh, nice. Uh, may I? May I show this out? Yes. Yes. Of course. Hold Fish on. fishnet cleavage. Yes, and this is not the the picture I have of it. Was actually like a publicity shot. So this isn't the nice, uh, the the perfect one uh, that I want to show. Yeah. You know, as we get near the end of this uh, program, I will figure out better ways to uh, to do this. <laughs> oh, okay, nice publicity stunt. Yes. So that was a are very. You, are, are you sure that's the? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. With the little bow here in the middle. Yes, it had. A, it had. A, I think they may have trimmed the bow down. Whenever they okay. when they had her on. Okay. Very nice. Yes. Okay. That was very nice. However, I would like to share something else. You got that a was nice not, one. That was not the only outfit that she wore as a potential outfit for this show. The other one? The other one? The other one, my friend. Just, I'll let you tell me which one you think would be better. Wowie, wowie, kazowie. Mm-hmm. So yes, she wore both of those outfits to the to the shoot that day. Oh, how old was she during this? Uh Yvonne Craig. Let's see. Yvonne Craig. Born 1937. She would have been uh she, she would have been uh 30 years old. 30 years old, right in the prime, man, right in the yep. prime of life. You're very nice, yep. very nice. Yep. And, I mean, as you you probably don't remember this, but, uh, I mean, still to this day, I do own the URL, the rights to the URL, YvonneCraigBikiniParty.com. That URL is taken because I own it. Do you really? Yes. I don't have it pointing to anything. I used to have it pointing to your old site. Very nice. Very That's nice. Kind of nice guy I am. Did you know that those uh, comas are really hairy out there? <clears throat> the, the comers, I don't know. That. That's what I. That's what I heard. That's what I was told on here. Right by Skip. Yeah. So, <sighs> Babs and Skip are on the on the beach. They're very flirty. Something yes. was going on there. Probably just some frustration that she couldn't get. Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the narrator tells us, but a fast surf isn't the only thing at Gotham Point that's hairy. Hairy this morning. Not with this jesting Jack Straw, (laughs) the Joker on the scene. We get, and I know you always, you you never notice this. This makes me so sad. If you listen to the music, the music, because I was listening, I was listening to the music for you. There was a Beach style version yes. of the Joker theme. I need that so badly yes. on my playlist. I cannot. Stand I swear, it. bro. It's funny because I was really paying attention to the music in this episode for you. Well, Joker has a hot dog transmitter. That makes sense as he is. A, there's a one time surfing great there known as hot dog Harrigan. He's there and Joker's men kidnap him. And he, the Joker, hits on his femme fatale for this episode, Undine. Holy smokes. Yeah, yes. I, I, you know, 
Babs was looking. I. Well, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something about Undy. I, I gotta listen. I have to be honest with you, R.D. You There'll know, be a I, fun fact at the end of the episode. Okay, you know, I worked with a lot of beautiful women, but what, what, down. yeah, what I was really impressed with, bro. I never looked at the women I worked with in a sexual manner. Okay, I looked at them like in a how hard they work on their bodies manner. Okay. That, that's how I looked at them. Seri- okay. I, I swear to God. And that's when I was looking at Undine. Mm-hmm. Bro, did you see how flat this woman's stomach was? Like, whole, like my, I couldn't, I mean, flat, bro. Mm-hmm. Flat to the point that it went in. Yes. Yeah. Un- right. un- unbelievable. Okay. Yes. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Undine, and Undine, by the way, is a mythological water spirit or elemental being. Oh, that makes sense. appearing as a female, found in various forms of European folklore and literature. That makes sense, because I had no idea what they got the name from. So, Joker has to go and get Skip, telling me he has a phone call at the Hang 5, which is the surfer bar or whatever they have there. So, Undine shows up, and Skip, it's like, looks at Babs, looks at Undine, and is like, holy smokes. So he leaves with Undine, and Babs, is, yeah. she ain't happy with this no. at all. And we will see further proof of that in a little while. Maybe if Babs would have worn that other swimsuit, yes, yes, then it would have been it would have been closer. Although yeah. I loved, I loved her. I loved her swimsuit, the black I did one too. With the, the, with the fishnet gimmick. Yeah, and they they shot at an angle. Yeah, yeah. I'm not being some sexist pig. I'm mm. just reporting mm. the facts. Okay, to you, right. the, the the viewer. Yes. So uh, Skip, you know, goes to take the phone call. Of course, he's gassed. Joker says he'll he his plan for this episode. His plan for this crime spree is I'm going to get all the surfing knowledge out of Skip's brain. Then after I've gotten rid of Batman and Robin for good, I will rule the waves. Me, the Joker, king of the surf and all the surfers, Gotham City, then the world. Didn't we just have a a familiar episode where the villain was going to take over a certain something and through that he was, what what was that? There there was, there was the horses before there were, there was boxing. Yeah, there was. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is definitely an occurring theme in this season, but but, yeah, we're going to go over one sector and through that sector, we're taking over the world. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how taking over, uh, winning a surfing competition <laughs> in, on the East Coast of the United States is going to, but you know, yes. who am I to judge? Yeah. Anyway, Bab sees the Joker taking off. <clears throat> so, of course, she calls Daddy. We go to Gordon's office. <clears throat> Gordon calls Batman, gives him the lowdown. He says, uh, you know, Batman, we need you there. We, you, you know, got to get you there. And he says... Look, Batman will be at the beach at once. He hangs up and tells Alfred, get the Batcopter ready. And Dick Grayson, learning they're going to the beach, says, 
Cowabunga, like the biggest dork you ever did see. Yes. Then we get footage of the Batcopter. There were a couple of good lines, though, between that. We, oh, yeah, the, please, between that. we went over, and there were a lot of good lines. My first is, you know, Gordon first says, I suspect that clown prince of crime is up to some brazen new buffoonery. Yes. And then uh, Bruce said, will rendezvous at the hang five at nine, Commissioner? <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, the backcopter, bro. Like, who the hell were those two in the backcopter, bro? I literally wrote, we get footage of the backcopter and two guys who look nothing like Hijacked Adam West it. or Ward. Yeah. They don't look anything like Hubie or Victor Paul either. I and have bro, no that, idea that, who these guys That are. is so interesting, bro, because they could have took a wider shot. No, they, they like zoomed in. Like, here I yeah. Am. It was yeah. Like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Pull that freaking camera out. No, they, they zoomed in on them. Yeah. And yes. Ro- if you look at it, you go back and watch it. Robin is way bigger than Batman. Yeah. He's yeah. like twice as jacked as Batman. Yeah. And then they do this terrible voiceover over the couch. Oh, yeah, they, they, they yeah, we'll, we'll, we will, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. So yeah. uh, the, the narrator tells us uh, the forces of law and order converge on Gotham City by, or Gotham Point by air. And so this is the discussion they have with, with uh, again, the worst voiceover you ever did. I mean, it was nothing. One was, there was no one-to-one on here. If we land on the beach, Batman, we might hurt someone. And says, and so Batman says, and cause undue old chum, undue attention. We'll sit down at Pelican Cove, just north of Gotham Point, and walk down to the beach just like ordinary people. Right. Also, because we have no footage of the Batcopter landing in any sand. Yes. So right. we're not gonna we're not gonna show that. So anyway, <clears throat> we go to we go to the beach. Gordon and O'Hare are there. It's everything about this. Just amazing. Yes. They were there in beach outfits. They're wearing shorts, the stupidest sunglasses imaginable, little dumb hats. They are not, but for this episode, they are not Gordon and O'Hara. No, no, no. They're working (laughs) undercover as Duke and Buzzy. And and O'Hara's like, Duke and Buzzy. And Gordon's like, yes, most surfers are known as Duke or Skip or Rabbit or Buzzy. So next we see a girl with green hair. Why would a uh, please please make this connection for me? Duke, okay. Skip, okay. Buzzy, okay. What surfer is going to be named Rabbit? I don't I don't know. Okay. Maybe he. And then we go to the uh, we and bro, this was a shoot. I mean, let me go back to my note. Johnny Green and the Green Men. Correct. There was a girl there. She was uh, shucking and jiving on the beach with Johnny and the Green Men. They sing an absurd song. Do you know in two thousand and twenty three, that is a racist term. Did you know they got all over Steve Austin for using that on his podcast, for bro? Green hair. Oh, shucking and jiving. Yeah, like <laughs> I won't. I won't. I, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying how ridiculous that is because Austin like used to say that all the time, and then yeah. all of a sudden, and I'm like, okay, like whatever. But go ahead, shucking and jiving. Uh, this is all I ask. 
Yeah. Is this too much to ask? Seriously. Go ahead. Could the U.S. government. Let us know. The beginning of each year. Yes. Just send out a pamphlet. Yes. Here are the terms we're no longer allowed to use. Yes. Very nice. Yes. That would be very helpful. Yes. That way I, as an old white man, I can make sure I'm not offending anyone. Yes. Exactly. So anyway, they sing this absurd song to this girl with bright green hair. They sing her a song about a girl with brown hair. I didn't think that made any sense. Anyway, the trash can that Gordon and, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Buzzy and Duke are by starts making sound. And Duke or Buzzy, whichever, uh, uh, Duke says, I think this trash can is trying to tell us something. Nonsense, Duke. It's an echo of the surf that sounds like someone beating inside of a trash can. Right. We go to the hang five. We get more dancing. And Buzzy and Duke are there, sitting there, trying to look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine, you know, Gordon and O'Hara bobbing their heads, trying to look hip. And then there is, okay, there is another girl on here. She's wearing a black and white polka dot bikini. She calls them Grammys. Yes. Grammys. Uh, Batman and Robin are there uh, because Batman and Robin show up and they call they they call Batman and Robin Grammys. And Batman's like, how's it Grammy? And Robin explains. It's like it, Grammy. It's not a compliment. It means beach bums. We should have worn our baggies. Yeah. So Batman and Robin join Buzzy and Duke at the table. We learned that Barbara had to go back to the library, but she said, make sure to keep your eye on the girl behind the counter. Right. Batman says, you mean the one talking to her hot dog? (laughs) It is, of course, Undine. Yes. She says, you know, Batman and Robin are here. They're sitting with a couple of antique beachcombers. Yes. Who are asking some questions about hot dog Harrigan? Joker says, "Ah, no worries. We'll find him. I don't care." You see, I have this new invention. It is the surfing experience and ability transferometer. It even has a vigor reverser. There's a word that we need back. What is that again? Vigor. Vigor, yeah, I like vigor. That's a good word. Yeah, I like that. Yes. I can see Vince saying that. Oh, big time. That definitely is a Vince word, yes. <clears throat> so Joker, he's gonna get all his he's gonna he is going to get all of uh skips surfing knowledge right. and youthful energy. Yes. All be pumped into my blood and bones, he says. This is quite the episode. Just when you think it couldn't get more surreal, we go back to the Batcave. Alfred gives Batman and Robin pictures of naked feet. What is Alfred into? (laughs) Do we want to know? Yes. He says, I thought these new illustrated bat slides might prove a novelty, sir. A novelty. 
we learned these fat slides are more than a novelty, Alfred. I've I've learned more in the past minute from two naked feet than we learned at Gotham Point in an hour. So they figure it out. <clears throat> they figure out Joker must be hiding. Holy ten toes, Batman. Wait, they, wait there, there was more than that. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, I learned more in the past minute from uh, these two naked feet than we learned at Gotham Point in in, in one hour. Yes. Although, we left Buzzy and Duke out there to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them far away from us. But he referred to them as Buzzy and Duke. That's right. Priceless. They had to explain who Price. Buzzy and Duke were. Priceless. Yeah. So they figure out, holy 10 toes, they figure out the Joker must be hiding out at the 10 toes surf shop. And that is the layer for the episode. Joker now has Skip's knowledge and vigor. Yes. You know what this means, boys? The surfing championship of Gotham Point in the palm of my pegboard. Oh, the prizes, the honor, the envy, the respect adulation of all the local surfers where i go they will follow what i want they will provide and what i want is gotham city to plunder and pillage and that is what they will provide yes they then take skip and they literally throw him in a drawer a drawer like whenever you open up and put your clothes in it yeah a chest a good old chest of drawer yes so yes. literally throw him in like a like a like a desk drawer. They throw him in there and just leave him. So Undine comes back, not a moment too soon, and she says, Those antique beachcombers, I think they're actually the fuzz. There, I love that word, the I fuzz. Yeah. And Batman and Robin are on their way. And Joker's like, I don't care. I don't care. Their tricks for tracking me down have always been clever, but this time I will outsmart them. In fact, I bet they'll come through that window right now. Sure enough, here comes Batman and Robin, kind of looking in. They get ready to jump in. Joker hands himself. Yes, they get all ready. Joker hands himself uh, or hands his goons uh, some sea urchin spines. Yes. He says it won't hurt to needle the hooded has-beens a bit. So Batman asks Robin, are you ready? And Robin goes, never ready. What what was that? Why why did Robin (laughs) say he's never ready? Yes, yeah. Did you catch that? I like what Batman rewound it. I did not. he, He literally says, he goes, are you ready, Robin? And he goes, I'm never ready. Yeah. It was really strange. I, it made me laugh. Yeah. So they jump in through the window. They're immediately turned into holy pin cushions. <clears throat> but um, Batman, of course, has a soliloquy. He wants to explain what's going on with all these needles in him. Says, uh, obviously, spines from a sea animal of the ectoderm family, Robin. Quite painful potentially lethal but the poison can be counteracted if we immediately soak our bodies in hot water and epsom salts to which joker says well that's too bad batman because we've just run out of hot water and epsom salts and batman says well we may have just run out of time so it's basically your your classic 
you know, here we go. This is yeah. if this was a two-parter. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. So Joker ties Batman and Robin to boards. What deviltry, deviltry, deviltry. I'm yeah. going to use that term all week. Yep. What deviltry are up to now, Joker? Says, oh, it's a simple exercise, Batman, in which you two will be pre will be processed into pre-shaped blanks, then fiberglass, laminated with coats of resin, given a high gloss polish, finally a paraffin rubdown on your top decks. So, yes, holy human surfboards, they are being turned into human surfboards. Right. On this episode. Riptide, the, the goons, Riptide and Wipeout, great names for goons. Cover them in goo, and then, yes, they are turned into surfboards. Okay. Surfboards that are about gay thick. Right, right. But right. we are told that was... That was Batman and Robin. That was a memories of remember. Didn't 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 Green Hornet and Cato get flattened out into they music sheets into, or something? No, they got turned into stamps. That's right. That's right. There we go. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so they get turned into wood. Oh boy, this is what a disaster for Batman and Robin. However, the boards are detonated. Boom! They explode. These. Again, boards that are this thick. Batman right. and Robin are there then. And it was like, wow, how did we do that? <clears throat> Catalyzed resin is a highly combustible <laughs> mixture. All I had to do was activate this portable ultraviolet bat ray from my utility belt, set off the explosion that released us from our foam blank coffins. So, uh, how, did th- how did those... How did those surfboards explode that they were a part of, but there wasn't a mark on either one? It's Batman. They, they probably had there's probably something special in his in his yeah, outfit. Just, that like, okay. <clears throat> so <clears throat> Riptide and Wipeout, they make a run for it. Rob is like, are we gonna go after him? He's like, No, don't worry about it. We'll catch him later. And they hit they said Batman's like, I bet skips around here someplace. Sure enough, they like looking around. Skip, skip, skip. They notice some sand footprints leading up to the dresser. Right. Uh, so they go and they find Skip in the drawer. Skip tells them that Joker has sapped all my knowledge and all my vigor. The inhuman leech! <laughs> So Skip's like, you know, it's great. I, 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 we'll, we'll figure out me later. I got to go find Barbara. I got to make sure Barbara's okay. So <clears throat> he is gonna. He he knows where his. He's probably needs to go apologize to Babs for taking yes. off when Undine showed up. Right. So, uh, Batman says, "Okay, this is what I need you to do, Robin. Go get a cab, or take the subway." Or get to get to Wayne Manor somehow. I don't care how you get there. Then take Dick Grayson's car. Come back to the beach. Uh, Batman, uh, in his showdown with the Joker, will need the help of Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's youthful ward more than Robin. I need I need Dick Grayson on this case. Right. And I need his surfboard. So yes, can't wait. As soon as he said that, I was I was like giddy. 
Yeah. So the narrator says the showdown approaches as Batman and Dick Grayson rendezvous at Gotham Point. They meet up. Batman gets Dick's surfboard. They go to the Hang Five. Joker is regaling crowd with stories of his surfing prowess. Ah, yes, the surf at Barracuda Bay killed many, many a man braver than I. Why, even the ripples peak at 50 feet. I remember once I was shooting the curl. Just as this hot comer was breaking, I cut into the tunnel, grabbed the rail, and rode into a side slip. And so Batman shows up and is like, it, like they're all the people there are like, dude, there's no way you know anything what you're talking about. And uh, Batman shows up and says, you know what? Let's just let's just I I bat, I'll challenge you to the surfing championship, me versus you. Joker says, ah, too late, too late. Sorry, you can't do that. Uh, I, it's too late. We've already got all the all the people that can be in it. Dick Grayson shows up and says, correction, sir, to the Joker. And Joker's like, you dare correct me, you immature mollusk. (laughs) Dick explains, he, excuse me, sir, I am Dick Grayson, millionaire Bruce Wayne's youthful ward. And since Bruce is the president of the Gotham Point Surfing Association, I can speak for him. So, yes, Bruce Wayne has yet another job. Yes, yes. He says, since so many of the competitors have dropped out, uh, no doubt in awe of your highly touted talents, uh, we still have to have a championship. So, Batman, Batman will be in the championship. And Joker, of course, isn't happy with this. And it says, uh, but Batman says, shall we go into the men's locker room? and put on our baggies excuse me <laughs> citizens so they come out wearing yes yes the 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 trunks over their the outfits just like this see look at this kids yes there it is that's it so amazing so awesome they're told you'll be judged by the size of your wave how long you ride it your style and your sportsmanship to which the joker goes sportsmanship (laughs) so joker takes his surfboard outside bab shows up in her delightful swimsuit and yes batman and joker surf and it's the greatest thing ever like whenever i'm having a bad day no joke yeah i'm having a bad day i have animated gifs of batman and joker surfing if I, it doesn't matter how bad my day is. I just pop those things on and Joker doing that. Oh, tremendous, tremendous. Man. Yes. So it is, it is literally uh, just uh, Batman and Joker on a, with a blue screen behind them, you know, showing yeah. surfing and them just w- like walking around, you know, doing a one foot up in the air and, and doing a little pirouette. Oh, <clears throat> they 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 surf just when you think it can't get any better. A shark shows up. A shark shows up, and we get a call back because Batman, of course, is prepared. He has the bat shark repellent Tremendous. from the movie. From the movie. So very so, nice, very nice touch. The scene is so perfect. 
it may be my favorite. I think it is my favorite scene in any Batman episode ever. And think of all the ground we've covered over these last yeah. over a hundred episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just amazing. I think something that is a small part of this though, that nobody ever, I've never seen anybody talk about. So we have to talk about it. It is of course absurd with the blue screen, but they do have actual surfing and they have a guy dressed up as the Joker and they have a guy dressed up as Batman and they're literally surfing like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where on, why on earth have these men not had like gold statues on that beach in their honor? Yeah. Especially seeing them in full, full regalia. A walk into the water. Yes. That was a great shot, too. Especially they they come up and, you know, Joker jumps out of the water and he's all happy. I've won! Cowabunga! Cowabunga! I've won! And so Dick shows up, says, well, you, 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 let me give you the, the tallies. I've tallied all the judges' points. You got one point for being the more colorful surfer which, as I recall, was not one of the things that he said before the surfing right. competition. <laughs> right. It was one of the things. <clears throat> Batman got all the rest, including 50, for avoiding a dangerous hazard, a shark. Yeah. Right. That right there is some <laughs> Harry Potter extra points to Gryffindor BS. Yes. Joker had every right to be ticked off. So Buzzy and Duke are there. The trash can is still knocking and pounding and everything else. Finally, 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 they decide to look inside. It is, of course, Hot Dog Harrigan. Right. He tells them he was kidnapped, and at this point, everything breaks loose. Batman says, go find, he tells Dick, go find Robin, the boy wonder. Sadly, Dick doesn't go, excuse me, I thought he was the teen Thunderbolt now, uh, which was brought up a couple episodes ago. But anyway, he goes and takes off. So Dick finds the locker room. Barbara finds the locker room. So they both go in separately. They both come out of the 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 the, the women's and men's bathroom right next to each other. Here's Robin. Here's Batgirl. And they just go, huh? Yeah, tremendous. Oh, just, yeah. just amazing. Oh, so <clears throat> we have everything there. We got Robin there. We got Batman there. We got Batgirl there. The Joker and his men are there. Gordon, O'Hara, they're all there. And we get our fight. And it's a pretty good fight. Uh, Robin leapfrogs the dude. And yes, hopefully for not the final time, we get the ridiculously terrible Joker stunt double. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. He is so, so terrible, which makes him so, so great. Good, yep. Bat girl's there. Of course, she's kicking and smiling, smiling, smiling away. That's all she does. Uh, and and naturally, they they, they win the fight. And uh, Bat Girl has, of course, vanished. The two old geezers, the beachcombers, come up to Joker, and they reveal themselves to be Gordon and O'Hara. Yep. Somehow. The Joker, criminal mastermind, is shocked that these two men, these old guys, were actually Gordon and O'Hara. Yeah. And uh, O'Hara gives us the line of the show when he says, 
Cowabunga. Bagora. <laughs> Uh, amazing Barbara reappears from the women's locker room and they're like where did Batgirl go and and she says I I just saw I just saw Batgirl leaving and Skip says uh well I I I I think I'll be okay as soon as they hook me me and the Joker up to that reverse o meter uh and reverse it yes so we get Robin one more time saying Cowabunga. And then Batman says, Bagora. Very nice. Magical. Magical. Oh, that was just amazing. We go to Gordon's office. They note everything's good now. That transferometer gizmo only succeeded in transferring Joker back again behind bars. And Batman says, oh, man. <clears throat> it's time to call it a day. It's time to call it a day. I've been surfing. I you know, had a fight, all this stuff. And Robin says, is there any way? Is there any way? We don't just call it a day. Let's call it a week. Yeah. We get to rest. Okay, yeah. The narrator tells us. But how much rest do the dynamic duo have coming for what startling new crime wave has already begun across the sea from Gotham City? We see two new conspirators. Batman and Robin haven't the foggiest notion, but they'll travel 3,000 miles to tangle with these treacherous trigs of aristocracy, <clears throat> wind up on the maddest manhunt of all time in that great metropolis of the old world, Lundinium. Don't become fogbound. Watch the next episode. Cheerio. And thus, we go from one of the greatest episodes. I'm telling you, dude, this next thing, it's a wow. three-part episode. Wow. They didn't give three parts to this. Okay? Yeah, that's a great point. to this. That's a great point, man. Yeah. They gave one show to this. There are three parts to this next episode. It is... I started because uh, i have seen it before of course and i remember thinking this is not a very good episode this is not a very good story arc but <clears throat> i watched it again we are not spending three weeks no not a chance no on these next three episodes you and i are going to brave it out we're going to cram all three of these into next week yes i don't know how we can go because I, this episode we reviewed today, one of my all-time favorites. Great, it great may, episode. It, it may be my all-time favorite because a lot of the earlier episodes, they're two-parters. You know, this is a one-parter. This, I, I'm sure this is my favorite one-parter. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> guess it's time to rate. Hmm. So Pauline is still number one, right? Yes. With um, with, with a ten, she had nine and a half. Okay. <clears throat> Oof. Uh, but <clears throat> excuse me, I, I'll be interested to uh, give us a background on her first. I want you to rate her first, and then I'm going to give you the background because <sighs> there's a there's a there's a Russo swerve in this. She used to be a man. 
She gave birth through a hand. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead and rate her. I got, I got to go with a nine. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I went eight and a half. Okay. okay. I, I, we were very close. However, C.V. Aberg, born May 7th, 1944, in Sweden. This is the second time we reviewed this woman on the show. She was on the show. She was one of Shandell's henchmen in season two. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> she was Mimi in that episode. And uh, I, I didn't catch your rev- your rating of her. I gave her an eight in that episode, so she she jumped up a half point. Yeah. I could I would I would say I, I could I could totally say it was eight and three quarters. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same as a nine. Yeah, hold on for a second, man. <clears throat> I don't anticipate ever seeing giving another match seven stars, but if I do, then it'll be a wonderful thing for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So same. Yeah. Same. Yeah, <clears throat> same thing. So yes, she was Mimi. Uh, I credit the bikini for that. Uh, I don't think we'd mentioned this before. She was actually married to a um, her first husband. Do you know what his first name was? No. Thor. <laughs> Great name, man. That's a fantastic name. Yeah. So, what do you think of this? Am I? Am I? No, 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 especially, bro, like, you hit the nail on the head. When you're putting all of this in 30 minutes, bro, like, if if if, if this were an hour, you know, there would have been some lapses and it would have been a little bit drawn out. Putting all of this in 30 minutes. And, bro, he, here's the thing, too, that I loved about this, too, like, especially with the – who are they again, bro? A Buzzy and uh, who? Buzz, Buzzy and Duke. Bro, you could tell they were having a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. tell they were absolutely eating this up, bro. You know how they sometimes people will say, okay, if you're going to show, uh, you know, I want to uh, try and get my girlfriend into watching Seinfeld or something. Yeah. What would be the one episode you would show? Seinfeld? It, no, I'm just saying that. Uh, Batman. Yeah, but same thing with Batman. Yeah. If, if someone were to say, I want to try and give somebody what this Batman show is all about. Yeah. Give me one episode, it would be this. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a good way to put it, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, entertaining from from wall to wall. And do you know some people do not like this episode? I don't even know how that's pot. Do you? Do these people not have a soul? How oh could you not God. like this episode? I, ha- I have no idea, man. No. I have no idea. Great it's episodes. Fair All right, so so next we what is the name? Do we know the names of the London episodes? The episodes are, and I quote, the <clears throat> the Londinium Larcenies. The oh, excuse me, yes, the Londinium Larcenies, the foggiest notion, the bloody tower. There's okay. their uh, episodes 11, 12, and 13 in season three. And it's Lord, Lord Fog, right? Yes. And Lady Pea Soup. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, we will be killing three birds with one stone next week, man, right here. Oh, I don't even get to plug anything. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'm looking at the, you know, I'm looking at the the, the, the clock. It's fine. Fine. Okay, yeah, what's going on at Rupert's Arcade, bro? We're getting into the holiday season now. I know. There's a lot going on, man. Haunted Arcade coming up. Mm. I can't wait. Uh, costume contest for the kids. But my favorite thing is killing all the lights in the arcade. So it's pitch black. You get nothing but the glow. The, the soft, warm glow of CRTs lcds and that's awesome neon and whatever else we got bro could you take some pictures of that that you could share here yeah i'd love to see that i'd love to see that of course and then uh my other thing i will plug is russellcrap.com i'm actually reviewing i actually inducted something i should have talked to you about this go ahead there was a nitro episode that i know you were part of it featured a match with brian knobs taking on bam bam bigelow a hardcore match a no a a falls count anywhere match a falls count anywhere match that somehow bam bam bigelow was counted out oh wow really what was he counted out or could did he not come to no he was count no he he counted out of a no falls that's yeah that's that's insanity Oh, so you admit that's insanity? No, I don't remember that at all, bro. But if you, if you, if you, I, I, if you say I was, I don't remember that at all. But if you say I was there, I'm not, you know. It would have been right when you were there. You were playing uh, uh, Inspector Claw or Doctor Claw or whatever, where you couldn't see. Oh, okay. So it was very, very early on. Yes. Was it possible that somebody could have been injured or something, and that was a. No, wow. That's yeah, no, I'm not gonna argue with you there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's absolutely ridiculous. That's why that's why I love you, man. Yeah, no, people seriously. Say, people say you never take blame for anything, you just oh baloney. I would love to see though. Um I, I would love to see how that came about. That's interesting. I I will send you the link. Yeah, interesting. Very nice. All Very right. Nice. All right. Next week, bro. It's a three parter, man. Yeah. yeah. Same bad time. Same bad channel. <laughs> Undine.